Welcome everybody to If I May, a podcast with me, Kyle, just an average guy along with, the two, with two of my average friends, Nick and Brent. Uh, we're going to talk about stuff uh, while interrupting as politely as possible. This is episode 34. Let's go. Nick, are you ready? I apparently am ready. <laughs> for what? It is now time for Nick's Nutty News. What do you got, Nick? News. Wow. Still just so excited for that segment and the honor. Well, get of, excited. Uh, it's awesome. Bringing, bringing that to the table. The nutty news for for this week is, is pretty simple. Uh, the Super Bowl is a cultural event. Now, at, at some point, we are going to have to talk about the Super Bowl. I'm hoping to knock it out in this uh, first initial segment. The Patriots did win, uh, if you haven't heard. So that is yeah, go Patriots. Um, our own Brent is a Patriots fan, We've as we've discussed uh, previously. So congratulations, Brent. Your, your team has won it again. Uh, the greatness of Tom Brady can not be denied. Uh, with that being said, uh, the nutty news I have is to share with you a, a bit of a, a personal story regarding uh, an individual who is a friend of mine who I, I can't go into any real details about for the anonymity of the situation. <laughs> but a, a cultural event uh, is being ignored by a top candidate for a major college is, is the uh, story here. So the story... Uh, is that we have a friend of ours, uh, Megan and I, who is an alumni of a very, very prestigious college. Uh, one of those that if you were to say the name, you would all definitely say, ah, yes, that's quite prestigious. That college. Uh, Indeed. That one. Yes. So sure without identifying which one that is, we'll all just acknowledge this is a very fancy college and very hard to get into. Uh, so much so that uh, when you apply to this college, you have to interview with uh, several alumni and you go through this full process of, of vetting for the school and uh, our friend who is an alumni of this prestigious uh, organization uh, had to do an interview and she reached out to uh, this potential candidate for this prestigious university and the individual responded saying that they only had one available time slot and it was at five o'clock uh, central time on Sunday, in the AM, the Super Bowl, meaning oh, oh five o'clock at the Super. Okay, somebody's a Saints fan. That's her <laughs> only availability all week. Uh, was the thing. So uh, the our friend uh, wanted to be accommodating for the candidate and said, "Okay, she's not that big of a football fan, but uh, the rest of us were just flabbergasted with respect to okay." I understand if you're not a football fan, but the Super Bowl is a a cultural event, and you are yes. applying to one of the most prestigious colleges in the country, arguably the world, and you just let the little bomb drop that, yeah, you don't even follow remotely important cultural events. Uh, all of us- How is, if I may, how is the Super Bowl not, like the day after the Super Bowl, not just off of work for all of America yet? Mm, hard to say. Uh, certainly for the states uh, involved, that would make a lot of sense. Right. However, that should be the minimum, right? If you're one of the... You're in. If you're within a certain mile radius, because not all states have a team, if you're in a certain mile radius of that that team, you should just get off. 
yeah, somehow the governor of the state should should be able to declare a holiday or, or something like that. But um, unfortunately, uh, that is not yet the case. And we are forced to live in a world where Monday is not a holiday. Um, so but... if I may, though, one thing I, I found interesting is being on West Coast time, the Super Bowl started at three for us. So it was just like a normal evening game. I think it ended up around 730. Hey, if you so know, in mountain time, go... it started at four. Yeah, so you honestly, <laughs> it's New York that gets screwed in East Coast time and, and Midwest to a to an extent too. Gets Otherwise, screwed now that it's later. Yeah, that's later. That you have to stay up super late to watch the game. Like I guess if I may, time, probably up till ten. If I may, I know like in New York, it seemed like stuff in general started later, and I think that might just be part of it. Is because they're East Coast. It seems like they just naturally start stuff later in the day. I don't know. Maybe it was just me and my experience there. Because I would have felt good about going to work today. Anyway, you know, like I was like, oh, the game's on an A. I can just do my normal schedule, which I know back in Wisconsin would be like, oh, gosh, it's 10, 30, 11 o'clock by the time you start to finish up the game activities and then you still have to get to bed after that. So, okay, refocusing off of the time phenomenon, oh, but it's such a big frankly, deal. Your time phenomenon is boring. Um, refocusing on the, the point here, the. The cultural phenomenon is is being ignored by a top candidate to your your establishment, your university, your your area of higher learning. What are your thoughts on admission for this individual into this prestigious university, for lack of a better term, uh, knowing that they have a complete disregard for an alumni? the alumni's time for a major cultural event. Yeah. If I may, I think there's nothing like if, if you, everybody should know it's Super Bowl weekend or at least even the day, like I think it's, it's in the bro code. If you're a bro, you need mm-hmm. to know the last the championship of NHL, MLB. You don't have to follow the sports, but you should at least know when those are and who was the last winners of them. It's yeah. That's, it's pretty ridiculous that they didn't recognize that it's Super Bowl weekend. I, I feel like this is something you should you so should do know. You, do you hold that against them in their in their bid for admission? No. If, if you're like this is the only time slot I've opened, be like, hey, I'm sorry, that's the Super Bowl. Like, is there any way? Like, there's no way. How long is this interview? Like, if I may, there's got to be I some may. other time. I thought that was a bold enough thing to write somebody off. Where I'm sorry. You're a senior in high school. I'm sure you have a lot going on, but you only have one time slot in a week where you can squeeze in a half an hour or an hour. Like, are, are you kidding me? And no offense, but I feel like if you're working for a university, you just don't have any time for fucking anything. Pardon yeah, if, my language. If I may, that's the bigger issue for me. I don't even care. That it's a Super Bowl. Like there are people that don't care about the Super Bowl. I get that. Like, it's insensitive not to know that it's going on and that other people might want to watch it, but that's understandable. The thing that is appalling to me is that this person is reaching out to somebody at 5.30 or 5 o'clock on a Sunday night. Like, Sunday night should be sacred time where you're trying to... Right, yeah, that is a good point. Just Sunday night in general. Like, really? Sure. Saturday afternoon or Saturday morning? Sure. Sunday morning? Not a big fan. If you're the like, weekends at all, you need to target the middle of the day. If you're doing weekend yeah. stuff at all for work, middle of the day. Like, the otherwise, what are you doing? Someone's time. 
the fact you can't respect someone's time that five o'clock at night when they should be getting ready for the next day and settling in or even dinner, honestly, just on a normal Sunday is right. Five o'clock is dinner time for a lot of people like between like five and seven is typical dinner range. What, what are you doing? And and also if you don't, yeah, like Nick was saying, if you only give us one day um, or one time slot that you're available, like you don't respect our program enough that you can't open up another time. Like you, you don't go and if, if I was going for an interview, I would say, what time is you available to me? Like I can meet this time and I'd have three or four at the minimum different time slots available. So I could let the interviewer have a choice. Not, Hey, I'm only available five o'clock during the Super Bowl. That just seems rude to me. Yeah, it was, it was a number of factors that really, really came into play. And uh, we all weighed in on it when our friend arrived for the Super Bowl party that we were hosting and, uh, you know, basically said, are, are you serious? Are you, are you kidding me? Like, what, what does this person have going on? So did on? she come to the Super Bowl party or he or she? I guess I don't know. But like, uh, yeah, did they come she, to the Super Bowl party? She came to the Super Bowl party late. Like, I think she got there a little before halftime um, because she had gotten the candidate to adjust their time by about a half an hour so instead of five o'clock she got her to move it to 4 30 but again like i'm thinking interviews in general you ask for permission um to to say hey anytime but this you know is available and if they give you a time slot unless it's impossible for you to not be there i mean they usually give you like hey we've got three time slots what would work for you like thursday at two wednesday at four or we can squeeze you in the following week monday between three and five or you know something like that they'll they'll give you windows and and i'm i know our friend provided you know various windows that fit her schedule and for you to just come back and retort with none of those windows and be like you can only interview me if it's five o'clock on sunday you know, Sunday night, that's the only time I'm available. And you're oblivious of the fact that it is. A, if I may, if I may, just so you guys know from now on, we can only record the podcast at uh, five o'clock on Sunday nights. That's just the only time <laughs> no, that works for me. No, no, so no. sorry, I, everybody. I <laughs> Speaking I, of the podcast overall, Brent, that's a, that's a nice shirt you got there. Oh, Hey, I, I, I like yours as well, Kyle. It looks pretty snazzy right there i know right right um, now we we did switch to using google docs so we have a little bit of a different setup but yeah i got some zarb mine's backwards for you guys i think but but brent's brent's is 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 good for good for us look at that so we got merch brent what else do you have i know you have something else there so i also have a, a coffee mug uh which i am drinking the worst lemonade i've ever tasted uh, <laughs> I, take, I took water lemon juice, no fault and the sugar coffee mug no, the coffee mug is great. Um, I had coffee in it actually earlier, and it was no good, coffee in a coffee mug. Heronius. Oh, oh, Kyle, where can you get this phenomenal stuff? By the way. Oh, at uh, uh, teespring.com slash store slash Zarbus dash merch. Uh, that's really hard to remember. So there's just a link down there. Go check it out. Oh, oh that's super so, easy. And that way, it's just so everybody knows, we basically made everything as cheap as you possibly can on that site without. Like they set the, the, what you, they uh, recommend you price thing is at, and we put it below that on top of that, we got a free shipping code for you guys. If you are interested. So uh, I'm pretty sure it's free ship Z. I will grab it and it will be in the description. So if you want free shipping, uh, there's a code down in the description as well for free shipping for any merch, if you're interested. So the first time I wore this shirt was actually 
this weekend. I, I did wash it in between, so no worries on that. Um, but I wore it, what was that, Saturday night for one of the greatest events I've ever taken part of. It was actually, and I kid you not, more exciting than Super Bowl, uh, especially considering the Super Bowl was sort of a bore this year, even though the Patriots won. Uh, we did marble still races. Still boring. It was, it was still boring, even though they won. But we, we ended up watching marble races, and it was something that uh, Nick and Kyle introduced me to and can explain much better what it actually is than I can. Yeah, so I, I think Nick might have actually turned me onto this. I don't like I had seen these previously, but the Nick's like, Hey, have you seen these marble races? We can make a drinking game out of it. And I'm like, I mean, I've seen the marble races, never even thought about making a drinking game, but yes, that sounds amazing. But Nick, would you like to go into further detail? Yeah, how'd yeah. you find that? So uh I've seen the marble races in in college, and uh, we had a friend who uh, was into it uh, probably two years ago or something. And the the marble races are very simple. It's a, a giant sand hill that is uh, probably at least thirty to fifty yards long, uh, not tall. Uh, but it is quite tall as well. And there's a steady decline. It, it may even be a little further than that. But uh, there's a, a gentleman who does a fantastic job of uh, getting these marbles. He has like a launcher for a group of eight. Each marble has... Uh, no, it's um, up to 20. He's got up to 20 marbles running on that thing. Right, but eight at a time. Nope, he'll do all no, 20. It was, right, right. Those it was two were, rows of yeah. 20. It's in, in the big sand hill, you're right, there were 20. Um, and then he would wild. do different seedings with them. But each marble has a name. And the video starts out with uh, the history of uh, the pre- previous marble race winners. and uh, Previous champions. Pre- yeah, previous champions. And, and there's different names for the marbles. And uh, you we can't we're, don't put in any spoilers regarding who wins because it's really fun to start with some historical ones and do each year. But yeah, definitely do, start as late as you can. Like I think the, the first one he did was... He'll he'll talk about the champions of prior years, like oh yes, here's the 2017 champion in the two seed here, and then he'll say uh, aquatics or whatever the name of that marvel is. That yeah, one thing you have to take so. it very seriously. Yes, research <laughs> very it serious and wonder the 2017. I don't remember any of it, so it's it's a blast. So you basically get together with a group of friends and you draft the marbles at the beginning of the race there will be a listing of all the marbles. You hit pause on the YouTube video and have a Google Doc or however you want to manage it. We just used the Google Doc and we wrote down all the names of the marbles and then we randomly drew and did a snake draft to pick through the different names and go from there. And our rules were very simple. Uh every single race, uh if your marble took first place, you didn't have to drink um, now, and you may have several marbles. Uh, if, you, if one of your marbles gets first place, you don't drink. Everyone else has to drink um, for losing. Just one drink, nothing too ambitious. And then uh, what you would do is if your marble does not finish, this is not... Yeah, a, like occasionally they'll have a marble that pops off this track or whatever. Yes, this is not a marble track where everything stays on guaranteed. This is a literal giant hill of sand. And they, they basically make an elaborate sandcastle track. If, yeah, if a lot yeah. of these marbles end up going up a certain ramp area and bumping one another, it's not uncommon to see a couple marbles in the DNF category. So if you do not win, you have to drink. And if any of your marbles DNF, that is an additional drink for you. So technically, if you win, but 
two marbles were DNF on your team as well, you've still mm-hmm. got two drinks. And by DNF, there's typically only like two, maybe three per race maximum. Yeah, I mean it's not it, it's not a, it's more a, of a fun. hammered it's, event. It's, 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 it's kind of yeah. just a yell and cheer. And, and what really makes it more than if you were to just watch anything and make a drinking game out of it is the announcer, uh, the guy. Oh, who, his commentary is, is hilarious. Is absolutely fantastic. He has like stories built in for these these marbles. And Marbly McMarble Face got injured on the last race. We'll see yeah. if he can keep it together this one. Oh, but he literally chipped. He chipped. Part of the marble. Yeah, that was, that was in the spinner the one. There's one one of the Olymp- Olymp- Winter Olympic oh. ones has like a spinner competition. That's the other thing. He'll do like Olympics with these and go like set up multiple different kinds of competitions. Like he'll do a, a high jump and actually like set up a ramp for the marbles to jump. And like he has sand oh that he rakes God. out and actually so marks fun. like where so they land. There's a ton of different competitions and, and the announcer makes it. I'm told that if I tweak my voice ever so slightly, I can sound just like him. Uh, now, without listening to it and then uh, echoing it, I can't do it on command, but he has a, a evidently a, a very good announcing voice, and it's very entertaining to get into it, have a few drinks with friends, yell and scream about these stupid marbles, and uh, very, very, very close competitions. I mean, they he has this little releasing mechanism, and he seeds them differently each time so that every marble has a, a, a fair shake at it, if you will, but this goes then 20 marbles go and even if one is way out front unless it's the one marble i drafted which is awesome and won the whole thing but we're not gonna <laughs> about there's a lot of he has seen the video there's a lot of right. jostling for first place uh there there is occasionally a, a video where one runs out to the front and just takes it all but more often than not the, the marble that's in first place will get caught and passed and there will be jostling back and forth and the announcer is a great job of keeping you entertained um, really fun to just hang out with some friends, have a few drinks, and, and yell and scream about a competition. Um, really interesting stuff. Look up uh, Marble Races 2017, 2016. I think like the, the main one we were watching is like the Jelly something, gel, Gels something like that. Yeah, that's the, the, that's the main guy we were watching. There's, there's like two or three YouTubers out there that do it, but I think the one we've been watching is the Jelly. He jellies. also will he, he like release. Jellies. Yeah. But he, he actually, like, will release a, a race every single week, it seems. Yeah. But then eventually he'll just put, like, a compilation together where you can just, like, for an hour, like, 40 minutes, watch all the races in a series. And that's definitely the way to go for, like, yeah. viewing with your buddies. So this is yeah. the first time I had watched the, or the, the Marble Racing. And I think the thing that shocked me the most was just the high-quality production. I mean, I've seen professional sport leagues that have had worse production like video production and sound production than this guy it's professional level of he has multiple camera shots he has almost like a smooth camera following along the marbles as they go um again we talked about at length the great voice i mean it's just you would watch this and you would think that this was like a professional event well we'll, we'll throw his like Channel in the description. It, it, it's too or good tonight. Tweet on Twitter. Yeah, there we go. Like Zarubust will tweet even better. That way you follow it on follow us on Twitter. Zarubust will tweet it on Twitter for you guys to be able to check out. <laughs> Zarubust so will tweet it. You get it. It's oh, it's yeah. definitely worth checking out. But again, make sure you start with the earliest video you can possibly find so that you don't get spoilers for the competitions. If anyone tries that hard, uh, you'll know because they have all the top marbles. But. <laughs> Um, yeah. yeah. Well, it also is good to only do it with like four or five people. That way, you all have a couple marbles. Because yeah. at the end, you can like total up everybody's points and see who's like overall total wins. 
Like yeah, that the, was kind of overall the drinking rules. We we had an individual race drinking rule, and then we had a cumulative uh, based on how everything went. Um, it was very serious. A Google Doc, Excel Doc was created oh, yeah, for this. Really All right. So <laughs> yeah. I will say watching the marble races was pretty weird. Um, and not weird. It was really awesome in a way. Like I thought it'd be weird. Um, Unexpectedly entertaining. Unexpectedly entertaining. One thing that I think is weird, and I'm not sure how you guys feel about this, is like, this is going to sound way off base, but I'm just transitioning here. Uh, Q-tips. <laughs> Q-tips. This is Brent's This is my, like, my weird segue of the day. Um, back segue of the day. Anyway, so I have noticed every once in a while that, like most people, I hope like most people, I don't know if most people actually get this, but like earwax builds up. Like it happens. And no, he's insistent. Heather's insistent. Like you take the Q-tip and you just like stab it in there. Like, like as far as you can get all that gunk out. Probably not as hard as that. Like not, not, not that sounds terrible, but like, you know, get it deep, get it going. And I hate that. I don't know. Like, it just seems like I'm going to pop an eardrum and I don't know. Do you guys use these Q-tips for the, cleaning your ear where you're not like you're technically not supposed to do that is what it says on and next on zarabust we'll be talking about picking your nose like, yes but we're actually <laughs> yeah, we're i did about. see a kid pick their nose like last week and it was so gross i'm like you know you're gonna like oh oh you just like straight up right in front of the front of me right in front of you <laughs> like i mean she's literally in the front center of the class and i'm teaching this lesson all of a sudden she's just like digs in real deep i'm like so subtle so subtle but no do you guys use q-tips for for like cleaning your ears or am i crazy and thinking like it's not a cool thing to do i mean what else do you clean your ears with i mean you can use your finger like, I, I have like, like I you know, know. wow no do not use <laughs> your finger it's my fi- my eardrum is bigger than my finger like even my pinky yeah, like there's there's no way but I'm not going to pop it then. I don't want to pop my inside of my ear and then never hear again out of that ear. So this is slightly off topic, but my brother Cody used to pick his ear and never mind. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say it. Oh, He's not here to defend it. himself. He's not here to defend himself. Yeah, never mind. Right. We'll have to Let, get him on. Let's say Cody used to, he had a thing for earwax. Well, I guess we'll put it oh. that way. You had a thing for glue in the past. So I, I, I feel like every uh, first grader or younger has tried to eat glue. You, you got, had something. You have something. <laughs> you would put them on chewy sprees, and that was disgusting. On what? You offered me like those little sprees, uh, the little candies that are like hard that you can kind of chew with different flavors. You would like, you'd have a chewy, like a little piece of candy, the, the sprees, that you would like put the little drop of glue on and be like, you want it? I'm just like, no. I... Don't, we did a I'm not surprised, we but like, I don't was, remember this at all. It was during a sleepover in first grade. It, it was shocking to me, which is why it stayed in my head. But um, I can see why you would move on and block that part of your life out. So, sorry, one thing that this reminded me because you said elementary school, but Julian and I went to the mall earlier this week and we went to it was we went through Forever 21 in order to get to the mall. That was just the closest entrance where we found a parking spot. And one of the things that I had there was like a pullover jacket, which were like a huge thing in the nineties. And I remember having like an old school Wisconsin Badgers 
pullover jacket that was like the best thing ever and like yeah you was like everybody else in like this is literally like kindergarten first grade maybe second grade before it stopped fitting me everybody else is like getting their jackets on like having to get through their sleeves and doing the zipping and the buttoning and i would just throw the thing over the top of myself like a like a sweatshirt and i felt so cool because i could just get my <laughs> like coat on instantly and it was a wisconsin badger one which that was awesome but then at one point in time, I definitely put like a sucker or something in the, it had one of the pockets in the front. That's just like a big pouch. Like the Velcro would come up and you have just a giant pouch. And at one point I definitely put a sucker or something in there and it just got disgusting at that point. Did you guys do the somersault? Like where you somersault into your jacket? I don't know if you could do it I, with that no, one. No, I've never tried that. They taught us in preschool for some reason that if you put your arms in the jacket and you just kind of like do a somersault the jacket will like go on you because putting on a jacket one sleeve at a time isn't cool enough you have to like actually tumble into it i did i did learn recently how to do the whole like two second shirt fold thing you like grab two parts of the shirt i'll go grab a shirt quick i'll be right back you guys continue on okay well nick what everyone wants to know is do you use q-tips for your ears uh, uh, yes, I use Q-tips for my ears, and I would say on average, I use them once every two or three days. And if I use headphones a lot in a period of time, uh, I have more more wax buildup is, is a thought, especially the in-ear earbuds. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I wouldn't say that... Um, using your finger is sanitary or good the same way picking your nose um, isn't necessarily sanitary or good. It can be done, and sometimes that's the best method, I would say. Um, Some, sometimes you just got to pick a nose, man. Depending on the situation you got going on. Sometimes, <laughs> Depending sometimes, on what life brings you. I don't, I don't want to judge. I just you know, want to say uh, that's, that's something that, that happens. But okay. Between you and God. So this is terrible lighting and terrible angle, but this is what I got. But if you have a shirt, oops, wrong way, you can pinch it at the, the top third right around here, halfway down, and you can fold it in half and got yourself a folded shirt in like zero time. There's a bunch of tutorials online how to do this. Are you going through the middle or are you going off the side of a shirt? Oh my God. I wish I had a better, maybe I can do a point of view here. I'm going to put my camera in my mouth. So you guys have my perspective. All right, Nick, do you want to narrate since Kyle's has a camera in his mouth? I think you'd do a great job of narrating. All right. So the, the man, he takes the shirt. You can't really see it because Nick was the last person to talk. He grabs it by the third. Oh, oh, nice grab. Yeah, yeah, look at that. So good. Nice flip. And, (laughs) oh, perfect set. You get it. You get it. Is that your narrating voice or your my voice? I was trying to go, I was trying to go golf with it, but I I didn't have a lot of, the lighting was not there. Maybe, Kyle, you could do one of those Ah, videos, put it on the YouTube channel. A quick, how do you show, like, is there a collection of things you can do in like two or three or four seconds? Yeah, see, the problem is it literally takes like two seconds to do. See, it's hard to make like an entire video out of something that takes me two seconds. Maybe but a two-second tip. We need a two-second tip video. Maybe that we'll make a video. That. Like you just have like six things that you do for two seconds, and then you have like a 12-second video. Okay, that's a bad idea. That's not bad. Is there enough like <laughs> is it bad? You can is it do? not bad? I don't know. 
<laughs> I need confirmation, guys. Help me out. Probably not good. <laughs> Just tell me it was great. That's all I wanted to hear. All right. Anyway, so speaking of YouTube videos, I I know that this year, well, last year, actually, 2018, was sort of taken over by that Baby Shark video, that, that song of whatever group that was singing Baby Shark. And at least for Kyle and I, I know Baby Shark goes back for us like 10 years almost. Dude, this is the same thing as the duck want any grapes thing. Yeah, it goes back forever. And I I don't know, how do you feel about this like relic of our childhood slash high school years um, really resurfacing and becoming way more popular than ever? I guess, let's put it this way. If there's an animator that wants to make a fortune on YouTube, Brent and I have content for you. We worked at a Cub Scout camp, which is like first through fifth grade. And we know all the songs that could be animated and made into a ridiculous YouTube video that would go viral. So like Baby Shark, I knew that one since I was like six or seven. Like I've known that song forever. And then same thing with uh, like uh, Got Any Grapes. Like I think I think I remember watching that skit while we were still in Scouts, like when we were in elementary school. But oh, yeah. like, that's another one where it's like, I knew that song and that like, first of all, it wasn't a song. It was just a campfire skit. Uh, it, like, so I've been doing that one way before the video came out. Right. So it's like, we, we, I was doing that for like three or four years. And initially I'm like, oh my God, this is hilarious. And then it just blew up in popularity. And I'm like, I knew this way before this became popular. Have you guys ever had that other, I mean, we can continue on this, but a potential segue would be have you guys ever gotten to into liking something way before it became popular and then it became super popular and you're just like, I, it's not even cool anymore. It's like too hipster. I'm too hipster for it. Yes. Uh, the example that I have is uh, Florida, Georgia line. And I forget it was probably their first like hit song. Um, I, I can't remember for the life of me what the name of it was, but it was when we were in high school, but they had a hit song that was available like in June of a summer. And I played it all summer, all fall. And the following year was when it blew up on the radio and it became a a big hit. And people started listening to it and were freaking out like it's their favorite song. And I'm sitting here like, oh, you hadn't heard that? Like I was having that moment where like I was, you know, into it way before you were, but I, I had literally listened to it for an entire summer with my friends who will vouch that. Yes, we listened to that song all summer last summer. Um, but then, yeah, I actually think I heard them from you. There's a lot of music I heard through Nick originally that you would hear on the radio after the fact. Yes. I was always impressed uh, with that. But I, I won't take credit. It wasn't me personally. I just I had <laughs> discovered other, them. I had other friends who had the, the hookup, if you will, of this is new music and this is something that's worth listening to. And um, those pe- those personnel, those people will remain unnamed. But uh, the whole- I had my go to sources for. All right. What's hot? What's new? And <laughs> I would obviously you know share that with my friends. But. Um, no, I, I cannot claim to be the guy who went and dug up like, oh, I listened to 48 hours of music to find three minutes of a song that was worthwhile. It's going to be hot. I really like those three minutes. <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be fantastic. It's the next 
It's the next Backstreet Boys. Well, it's like in general, like the things going viral in general. So like the camp songs, like I know, like the curve is like exponential, right? Where it starts off mini, 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 and all of a sudden just goes whoop. But it's like, how do things even become viral? Especially like Flappy Bird. Crap game, like not that fun of a no. game. But it just blew up to the point where, like, the guy who made it went crazy, took it off the App Store, and, like, I forgot, I don't remember exactly the storyline, but he was, he went crazy, basically, from the popularity of what this video sent him. Same thing with, like, the the Coney 2012 or whatever that was. Like, that guy went super nuts, though. He went, like, naked through the streets or something <laughs> off of becoming viral and too popular. It's like, dude, like, how do things even get to that point? It helps now, I think, more so that there's the internet and that people are constantly sharing and talking about everything. And um, what, you, what you always hear when you look at the marketing stuff is like word of mouth. Like if you can get word of mouth, that's such free advertising. And if you're if you have effective word of mouth, I mean, things will just fly because it, like you said, it, like it snowballs. Like one person tells a friend who then tells two friends who then, tell, you know, and it just spreads out like a, a wildfire. But I think like YouTube getting really popular was huge for that. Vine for the longest time was just like yeah. What like, happened to Vine? Viral. Like Vine was a huge thing and then it just kind of went away. I thought that was weird. There has to be something behind the scenes because I can't imagine not being super popular. Like I think Twitter bought it out or something, and they just didn't want competition. Or, I remember. I is there something about like the top guy on it got upset with the company? Like there's the top Viner. I forget. I don't know who it was, but like basically the company didn't treat him right. And so he like switched over to YouTube or something. I think that might've killed it. Yeah. I think, um, I think some things too is just who's the people that are supporting it. Like if you're the so-called influencer, like if you're one of those people that have a million followers, you send out one thing like, Hey, this is pretty cool. And all of a sudden, everybody knows about it because millions of people have seen it like instantly now where in the past i can't imagine things really it, it, it must have been a lot harder for people to i mean get stuff going i think all the like the huge guys definitely have like the three main things in common where they're like uh they're, they're huge hard workers they like build a community around them so they have people like thinking you know feeling that like they're involved and yeah the, with that they kind of like get the community to feel like they're participating in this like group so like i don't know i like but then there's the people that just like make a random video that gets posted on reddit and just blows up it, it, typically those guys just have that one video that's super popular and then they kind of go away but i don't know it's, it's crazy it's, it's sort of like the new one hit wonder that like for music where everyone's like this band put out one hit it blew up and then you just never hear about that. Like, how many times do you hear that? All the time. You used to. I know. There's a, there's a couple of bands where they really only have like one hit. I guess circling back, sorry, quick to the like what you liked before it was a popular thing. Juliana and I, on one of our very first dates, went to Pitch Perfect. We literally had no idea what to, what we were expecting. Whereas, like, I think I made. I don't even know if I saw the trailer. I, I probably saw the trailer once. But it's like, let's go to a movie. We saw what was playing and it didn't seem to be anything. We're like, pitch perfect. Sure, why not? Like, never heard of it before. So that's one thing where Julian and I love the movie. You know, it became one of our all-time favorites. And then it just blew up. Like, everybody had to, like, every single, like, community movie-watching party had pitch perfect in it. it did, like, I remember when, uh, uh, I forgot his name, the guy with the tots. 
that movie no, Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon Dynamite. That one blew up a similar way where like every single like community movie watch party was all Napoleon Dynamite for a while and it's like oh my it's god I've movie. seen this movie so many times now like great movie but just overplayed so if I may remember the Titans if I may uh, I am a uh, Anna Kendrick uh, fanboy uh, fair enough celebrity celebrity crush uh, undoubtedly Anna Kendrick dude she was great in the Hunger Games wait that's not cool. her never mind not even close <laughs> nailed okay. it they all look the same to me. It's so bad. I'm so bad at celebrities. No, the girl the, you're referring to is a lot thicker than Anna Kendrick. <laughs> like, yeah, like uh, J Lo, because um, she's not fat. She's Jennifer Lawrence is a very attractive actress in in her own right, but uh, those are two very different body types. Plus, Anna Kendrick uh, is like five foot nothing. Like she's super short, mm-hmm. uh, which only made the second movie so much better when the Green Bay Packers offensive line and Clay Matthews were in it uh, as, as a cameo. And uh, Oh yeah, that's that cool. was in hilarious. Movie, and Anna Kendrick is, she describes making the movie and standing next to these NFL Just linemen. massive men. Her, her comment was, it's hard to believe we're even the same species because yeah, she's five foot nothing and this little petite thing, uh, incredible actress and, and uh, what, what have you and very confident, but yeah, these offensive linemen are 6'6", 320 pounds that are just, like, huge. So, yeah, um, huge Anna Kendrick fan. The, the redhead, although she's not a natural redhead, but the redhead in the movie is also pretty cute. I'm a huge fanboy of all three movies. Oh, yeah. Uh, Megan and I went to the third movie when that came out, and I still listen to the music from all three movies. Oh, yeah, the music is fantastic. Right all the movies are great. It's just, yeah, like, it's the like, first one got yeah. overplayed for me. I still like it, and I'll watch it. But, oh, like, yeah. when it initially came out, just way overplayed. I can sing. I can sing pretty much every song uh, from all three movies, word for word. Bulletproof. Um, Nothing it's, to live. It's very cool. But away, oh my gosh. that's that's a that's a great. Uh, I wish I could reference. sing. All right, I got what I, I finally figured out. I was thinking like, what did I get on um, into before it was really big? And I realized it's with me all along. Zara Bus merchandise. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Sorry, that was cringy. I'm done. <laughs> I was I into Zarbust before anybody I else. I was one of the first people to buy a t-shirt. I'm just saying, like... I'm uh, I was the first, though. Yeah, Kyle oh. was. Okay. No, sorry. Sorry, derailing things. Go back to it. That's right. That, that is right. We buy our own merch, too. Like, we we had to buy these. That's how cool we are. Yeah, we didn't have to. We got to buy these. Yeah. There's we, an honor. We got the, the privilege. <laughs> I felt... A, a moment of satisfaction knowing I was supporting some awesome content creators just mine's, by cooking that. Mine's in the wash, by the way. Uh, someone it, else ordered mine, and I really appreciate it. But uh, they ordered it in colors that I'm not going to support or wear this week. Oh, so, no. um, it is legitimately in the wash, uh, and um, I, I chose not to wear it uh, besides it. You know, being the wash because you uh, don't want to support those the colors, patriots. The colors are those of the patriots, and. Uh, Maybe it was subliminal by Brent to get our logo to be the colors of the Patriots. Maybe that's was what Brent was going for. Well, Crafty. He asked, me, he asked me what colors I wanted. You said white. And you said and white and lime green. He gave and... me a bunch of options. And what's he do? He picks up the flipping colors of the Patriots. And I, I'm quite certain. And You're just being an American, Nick. I did You're just an American. I wanted those colors. On the 4th of July. You said you wanted white or lime. I, I don't know. It's very hard. White, with with a bit of red and blue sprinkled in, I see. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's America. Fourth of July, you will be the best of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, um, I just wanted to bring a little weather news because it's. If is I'm this the nature news? The is this the nature news? This is weather news. This is. So uh, okay. Nature news I still. Okay. I did not think that this was going to happen this year, but I just had a snow day in Seattle. It, they said it's like as much snow as what they normally get in a whole annual year got dumped on us like yesterday night to the today. Damn. So it's a winter wonderland and I'm looking at it and it looks like just what Wisconsin would look like on a normal day in January. I mean, like the roads were covered like two inches of snow. Oh no. He shut the city was shut down because nobody has any clue what to do. There's actually, I have a two hour delay tomorrow still because like it's, it's nothing. I don't even know why, but I'm not complaining, I guess. Take what you can get. And I was thinking about it. And I was like, I think it's the same problem that the South has. There just aren't any snow plows because you don't need them in Seattle. So Colorado doesn't really, they, they definitely have snow plows, but they don't do salt. Like, because Colorado heats up so fast afterwards, it'll, it'll just, like, all go away within a day or two. Like, I think today it was, like, 40-something. Yesterday it was, like, 60. Colorado is oh, pretty awesome now, for the yeah. weather. So, like, it'll legitimately snow one way. They'll just – they'll put down, like, gravel or sand or something like that, and then it'll just clear up the next day or two. So they just kind of leave it. They just plow it and leave it. Uh, if they know that it's coming, they'll actually put down this, like – I've heard – I haven't seen this yet, but apparently they put down this, like, gel – stuff that's a little bit more like biodegradable and you know environmentally friendly uh, and they'll put down this like gel before it snows and it like acts like salt where it pre kind of melts everything as it comes down but yeah uh colorado as far as snow goes I, I hear about a lot of accidents i know denver completely locks down we had a big chunk of snow last week monday that i even stayed home i just stayed home from work and just worked from home because it's one of those things where it's like I could fight the traffic and the snow or I could I had nothing I needed to go into the office for. So I just worked from home. But it was just, I don't know, pe- people are pretty good with snow here and it goes away really quick unless you're on the mountain. Kyle, did you say yes. environmentally friendly? Environmentally because friendly. This is environmentally friendly. It's time for... It's time for... The Nature News of the Week. I even kept Brent's little clap in there. You had that queued up. You oh, of course I do. Up. I have the whole soundboard right here. All right, so what the world's coming to. Yeah. So, so, so hopefully I don't butcher this. Um, there was a high stakes, high stakes chase last week that led to the ultimate demise of a Kansas cow. Oh no! So, so there, I, I, I kid you not. There was a, a cow that was escaped from like a butcher. Like, it was taken to the butcher, it was ready to, like, go to the chopping block, and it got loose, and it, like, it went to town. Like, it charged that police officer, it got shot, like, the police officer shot it, didn't stop, I mean, they eventually caught it, um, and it was just, like, cow on the run kind of thing. Like, it, he, tra- he he took a shot, like, you know, freedom was there, there were greener pastures out there, and he ran for them, uh, and... I would love to say that this had like it's one of those really feel good environmental like they made it out and he's now living in a home for like cows without homes or whatever. Uh but cows without homes. Uh unfortunately, uh the police department who would have saved the cow had no say over it and uh somebody is probably eating it as we speak. But um it was just like one of those I, I, I saw this story and I was like, Wow. 
uh, a cow is, you know, he's he's trying to do it. And um, as you can tell, I'm really trying to milk the story. So, that reminds me of um, the best knock knock joke in the world. Oh, okay. What do you got? Knock knock. Who's there? Interrupting cow. Interrupting Moo! That's 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 the top knock knock joke. The other the other really good cow joke that I know is what do you call a cow with three legs? What? Lean beef. What do you call a cow with no legs? Uh what? Ground beef. What do you call a cow with two legs? Your mom. Okay. okay. <laughs> this episode dedicated to <laughs> to mothers. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, okay. With that, Nick, save us with the actual joke of the week, please. Oh, a joke of the week. Yes. Go on that fancy phone of yours and find us something good. While yeah. you do that, I'll tell a joke. Um, what the joke was. Uh, my, oh no, no, no. Okay, my. Okay, yeah, yeah. My my joke. My my joke was the uh, Charlie Sheen one regarding Destiny. I believe last. Yeah, week. yeah. We we got that one. It was. All right, so we, we're looking for something cleaner. This week, All right. while thinking. while Nick is looking, I'll tell my cow joke just to add to it. Uh, why did the cow cross the road to chase it was the, the chicken? It was the chicken's day off. Oh, I can tell so many of those cross the road jokes; they're horrible. But I Dude, just uh, I know them. Uh, for, oh, there's a McDonald's commercial that's going on right now in the Denver area. That's like McDonald's chicken worth crossing the road for, and I'm like, I I. I it's, I see. I got. I, I see you. I see you. That sounds like a Chick Fil A should do that though, but they're so big about the no beef kind of thing that. So did I do the lion one last week too? Oh, the lions and bears jokes. Those are no, great. No, no. There's Vikings jokes too. No, a, a lion one. <laughs> I right, give it to us. I, I thought I did this last week, unless I told it to somebody else. If you told it, we'll we'll just uh, well, say. I'll retell it, and then I'll tell a a, a meme style one, but it's still. It's still kind of funny. Uh, the the lion-related one. At any given time, the urge to sing The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Oh, yep, yep. Oh, you yeah, said this. Yep. yep. Old yep. news. A whim Old away, news. A whim away. A whim away. Classic joke. So, oh, yeah, there's, yeah. There's that one, which I, I think I did last week. And uh, this one. So do you guys remember the commercial uh, for State Farm where a man is talking on the phone? Um, and Can you hear me now? Wife, his wife comes... Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> Go, okay. Oh, good. I thought you were sound checking. Shut up. <laughs> my story. Call them out. Oh, you're, okay. I know what you're talking about now. Continue. Sorry. Jokes are getting jokes. Now we're getting mad. That's on me. At any rate, it's, it's a State Farm commercial. The guy's on the phone. It's late at night. And his wife comes downstairs. She's like, who are you talking to? And then he's like, oh, it's Jake. Uh, Jake from State Jake Farm. from State Farm. You're wearing khaki. So it's that situation. It's the guy. And the, the wife comes and snatches the phone out of his hand. And uh, who is this? And it's Jake from State Farm. But uh, she sounds he sounds ugly or she sounds horrid or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> she sounds horrendous. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's a guy. So um, so so I'm going to I'm going to go with the political joke, uh, because a, a number of years ago, uh, there was a situation in, in Minneapolis. It hasn't happened in, in probably the two years that I've been in the area. But you imagine this woman, she's just grabbed the phone from her husband and she's looking at it and. She looks at her husband and says, someone ran over a protester. And then the guy looks at her in the same way, same tone. Uh, oh, well, it's a highway. So, yeah. <laughs> so bad. 
<laughs> I have a really good highway joke, but okay, we should get off of jokes. We gotta save the jokes. We gotta, we gotta save, save some jokes. jokes. Save some All jokes. Right. All right. Now, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Don't think about it. Just, just say it. You're thinking about it. That ruined the whole point. All right. Who, I'd go to New Zealand. Who are you asking? All of you. We're not just going to all. Why am I yelling? Why am I yelling? Yeah. Pick, pick, pick one of us and go with one at a time. All right. Kyle. Kyle. If you could travel anywhere yes. in the world, where would you go? Yes, I, I want to go there. I mean, I definitely want to hit up. Okay. Uh, Julia and I have decided that our kind of like our next adventure will likely be a Alaskan cruise. I've heard they're pretty awesome. So definitely want to check that out. At some point in time, I want to go to Hawaii, and I definitely want to go to Australia at some point and try surfing, which I could also do in Hawaii, but Australia sounds awesome as well. So if I had to choose anywhere to just teleport to right now and teleport back in time for Christmas for Brent, I would uh, go to uh, Australia and give that a good, give that a go, try some surfing out. All right, Kyle, I would actually go to Hawaii with you. Flights from Seattle to Hawaii, I guess, are pretty easy and cheap, so... In the next few years, you want to go to Hawaii? Talk to me. Talk to me. Nick, you can come too, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> You're just what far in- away. You're just so far away. What's and- in- a, a plane ride is a plane ride. <laughs> I guess so, but it's just so much farther. I guess Minneapolis is pretty cheap to fly from. All right. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Uh, if I'm going anywhere, I kind of have like a bucket list of different uh, places I'd like to go to at some point. My bucket list of travel places uh includes i'd say yeah hawaii is a great place Uh, i like anywhere in the in the caribbean i'm a huge fan of uh it's just such a beautiful area the water's so pretty and i'm a huge fan of of that jimmy buffett lifestyle of just hanging out on a beach in a on a boat you know in one of those kind of scenarios um just eating nothing but seafood uh, fresh from from the ocean uh, going through that whole experience, I, I, I love that and would, would love to do that for an experience. There are, if I may quick, there are some people that will do the whole like living on a boat thing. And they legitimately just like live on a boat and just cross the Atlantic, like especially sailboats because you can be a lot more self-sufficient without needing anything. Like that's yeah. a crazy lifestyle. Like, I would, that would love that. It would be awesome, but that, that's just – that's like, that's a different kind of lifestyle. Like, you have a book or you're okay with kind of monotony of just A book or 30 – yeah, um, that would be the one thing I would say you'd really need. But just being out there, it's so beautiful. It's so relaxing. And I have way too much beer. I would be drunk for 90% of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's someone to, to drive the boat. Uh, I can, no, dude, the good boats just have auto control. Like literally they just have cruise Wait, control. What? You set your heading. Even with a sailboat, you literally just set your heading and it'll like basically it'll, ta- it'll just go. It's aw- they're oh, awesome. Like, also sails and everything. I, th- I think they'll trim the shale- sails too. Yeah, and you can uh, pick like how aggressive you want to be. Money, yeah. The future is a great place to live in. Yeah, if you like, want to check I, out one of them, it's like Sailing La Vagabond. I watched some of their videos, and like they're, it's a couple, and actually the the girl's pregnant right now, so it's like, oh, I, <laughs> could, I don't know what you, get. I don't know, I haven't watched their videos lately, but it's like I don't know what your plan is. Like, you probably want to go to a hospital. It's like. Oh. Yeah, so they're like water birth. They're gonna do one of those water births. Yeah, right. We which citizen do we want to make him a citizen? Like which country? uh, (laughs) But I would say, if I would say, if if we wanted to talk about vacation destinations in some way, shape, or form, that could be a a future podcast discussion because there's a lot of different places I'd like to go. Uh, Hawaii, the the Caribbean. uh, I'd really like to go to Egypt and see the pyramids. Um, Doesn't have to be that. Would be cool. 
I, I, I like the idea of seeing the pyramids and all I think when I see that much sand uh, or imagine <laughs> that much sand, because I certainly haven't in real life yet, uh, is I just want to rent a dune buggy Arabian and don't North. bomb up and down these dunes and just have a day or two or five just flying around a dune buggy camping at night. That would um, be super fun. Something cool like that. Oh. Now, maybe I'm imagining that. Maybe I've seen that in movies. I don't know if that's that a happens. thing. There's but a yeah, desert out there somewhere. Yeah. That sounds amazing of just, yeah, loading loading down a dune buggy with some camping equipment, going and just bombing around through the desert. Like you have a GPS or two. To I make feel like that'd be fun for like a day it. and then it would get pretty old. Do oh, that you can camping for like a day or two? Maybe. I don't know. Desert sounds hot can, and dry. You can also go um, dune boarding, though. It's like snowboarding, but you're on the dunes. Like, or like the sledding, the too. I've seen that. Or sledding. Like, that would be fun. I'd be down for that. Well, yeah, you do a combination of different activities. Like, it would be based on going out into the dunes with a buggy and, yeah, what you load, what you bring, um, you know, that would be, you know, customizable. But I, I like the idea of that. Um, I am a huge fan of ancient uh, Greek and uh, Roman culture and the history uh, in those areas, so I'd love to yeah, see yeah. areas of Rome, the Colosseum. I'd love to see the Colosseum uh, was pretty awesome. Greece, um, Greece was also it. pretty awesome. Yeah, I, I would like to see a, a lot of those um, types of things. Uh, if if I I'm sorry, if I may, quick, that was one honeymoon thing where it's like this is awesome, and I'm really, it's really cool sharing this with like just between me and Juliana. But it's like this would be so much fun with a, just a group of friends. Just to like bomb around these cities with like a group of like six guys, six people that everybody's friends like that would be so much like it was super fun with Juliana. It was a great experience. And with two people, you can definitely kind of trek at your own pace. You don't have to wait for the group or, you know, if you want to go slow, you can go slow. You don't have to be feel committed to go to a group. But like I could see those cities being so much fun. Remember when we were like scheduling what we want to do for our honeymoon. I'm just like, Juliana, I just want to see cool old shit. Like just as long as I see some cool old shit, I will be happy. So yeah, the uh, uh, so, Rome. I could have spent so many more days in Rome. Uh, Venice. I think I hit enough of Venice. Like I think we spent two or three days in Venice. Uh, what? Did you do the canal trip or something? Oh yeah, we did the whole gondola. It's like eighty bucks for a half hour ride in the gondola. Ridiculous. Ooh. Oh yeah, and if if you do it during nighttime, it's even more expensive. Like. It, it it was a lot, but I mean, it's, you're there. You, you got to do it. Right. Oh, yeah. So, so if I may, um, Heather, at least last year, sorry, this, and I know she wants to make it a yearly tradition, but Memorial day weekend, she went on a trip with some of her, her girlfriends from college. We should totally do a guy trip sometime, a guycation. That'd be so much fun. I just said guycation with that. I'm pretty sure it's called a mancation. Mancation. That sounds way better. I, <laughs> way better. All right, all right. I so think we have unfortunately, time. Unfortunately, I'm booked for Memorial Day. Well, much. next year. We'll start next year. Well, no, no, no. Like, year. perpetually on Memorial yeah. Day is my family's golf tournament that my dad yeah. do every year. No, it could be some other time. We can make a winter mancation. Doesn't matter. We got a mancation. My, on my existence is my entire family, like every major holiday, like three weeks. Has a a event. We, we all go to Kearney. We all, we all go there. Yeah, you gotta uh, use whether it. it's Memorial Day, Labor Day, um, any any three day weekend, pretty much all of my family <laughs> go, go there. All right, so I got I got a question for you guys. Is this all right? Um, I know we have a producer. And I thought of a way we could bring him in. He could read out our listener question 
um if we have any uh can we can we get can we get our producer in here, Colin? Producer, producer, hop in here, hop in here. I refuse to acknowledge the producer. Dick, you're a dick. Us. You leave the producer alone. Like, consider this your five minute break segment, Nick. I'm not hey your guys. <laughs> All right, so this is this is Colin. This is a producer on college campus internet. Yes. yes. <laughs> so sorry about the lag. If there's any or bad quality. So we. We heard Colin before on episode, what was it, 26 or something? Yeah, the one with my brothers. Yeah, with with Kyle's brothers. Spoiler alert, he's he's my brother. He's been filling in, and I know you have a question for us that you got from one of our listeners. Uh, What what do we got? Yeah, so we have uh, a special uh, listener question of, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go and why? Nope, we definitely just just talked talked about about that. that. We just spent the whole time talking about JK. I know what it is now. I he's see new. it now. If yep. I may, he's new. He's not quite My sure. goodness, if I may, it's what? like we don't need a producer. Oh, just go ahead and mute anyway. Nick. <laughs> you know, okay, I want to throw... All right, no, I'm not gonna just, just give it to us. Give it to us. Is there any interesting or embarrassing collections that you have? Uh, there you go. Great question, producer. All right, thanks. Thank you for that. that that's a tough one. So no, he, he takes long notes for us, episode notes and whatnot, and he puts together like we the 10-minute thing. We, we definitely appreciate him. Oh, Anyhow. Don't worry. I recorded a bunch of footage before they started that they didn't know about, and oh, there might be some stuff after. We'll see. And it's going to be some great gag reel. Oh, no. no. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I say things I don't. And never mind. Okay. So, interesting collection. I will say my most interesting collection is I have, and I'm very proud of this fact, uh, with the help of my my parents and grandmother, I have collected every single one of the state quarters, the cl- the commemorative state quarters. So I have, I actually, 50, I did not collect them, but my grandma and grandpa on my dad's side collected them, and they put it. They had like a table. I don't know if they made it or bought it, but it's like a table that you can like put all the coins in. So I literally have like a table that has all the quarters inlaid within it it's pretty sweet it was so, a great I, marketing employee i mean think of how much money that the u.s printed that's just like sitting in either booklets or tables across america like hundreds of dollars probably oh uh, so it's not my collection it's actually colin's collection i guess uh my grandma has this thought that for some reason colin really really likes pennies and colin <laughs> needs every single penny that she can get her hands on. She will literally throw, I think it's for Christmas. She'll like throughout the year, collect pennies in a jar and then give them all to Colin. And Colin, like every single year, like unwraps the presents like, oh, thanks for the pennies, grandma. (laughs) He gets like a huge container of pennies every year. Like it's maybe six, $7 worth of pennies. It's like, what the, why does grandma think that we need this? So, with that, so when she first started this whole thing, she talked to me about it, and she told me it was for my college tuition, and I was like, oh, hey. <laughs> and then ever what since then, what it is, what it is, it's the Tootsie Roll jars, like the small Tootsie Roll jars. Yeah, yeah little Tootsie Roll and coin banks that you can get. She puts any penny she has, and when she fills it up, she gives it to me, and uh, it doesn't count for a lot, so what I've started doing instead is just putting all my spare, ch- like, spare chains and stuff, so quarters and nickels and dimes and whatnot, 
and then all the extra pennies. So the quarters and dimes and stuff bump it up a bit. So I usually average around like 40 some dollars with spare change and like pennies once I. That's not bad. Container. That's a video if game I right made, there. If I made to the, the grandmas out there who want to save up for, for college for their, their young grandkids. Uh, dollars or 20s work a lot. Or save the change and just, you know, exchange it for something a little bit more manageable. I am hearing nothing but greed. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Just giving tips. I need uh, 50s and hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for college, you need that much money. It's expensive, man. It's yeah. paying off Not loans. if you go to the local college. Well, that's true. If you want to go to that's some true. big party university. Uh, Madison. Probably. All right. So with that, uh, that was episode three. Wait, wait. We have to see if Nick has any uh, quick oh, uh, collections. I taking this one off. I, was I don't talk when the producer's today. talking. He's off. He's off. <laughs> okay. All right, Nick. I no, got a I question. I don't have any good collect. I don't have any good uh, collection type stuff. Uh, I've, over the many years, collected uh, basketball shorts uh, just because I, I love wearing shorts at any given time. I used to be the guy who uh, would always underneath my blue jeans or pants or wh- whatever kind of pants I was wearing, even sometimes regular like cargo shorts, uh, which were the thing when we were younger, uh, I would always have basketball shorts on underneath because heaven forbid a basketball game break out and I not have shorts. Um, so <laughs> it's I terrible. always had shorts underneath. And I think I have, I had and or have, upwards of 40 pairs of basketball shorts um, that are at any given time uh, in my house. Oh my God. That and sweatshirts. I really like uh, just keeping uh, sweatshirts around. Uh, maybe it was for all of my imagined girlfriends as a young man, like, cause I wanted, you know, the whole cool thing where your girl, you can borrow my sweatshirt. sweatshirt. Um, yeah. I would have my favorites, but I'd have like 30 others ready for all these girls who would need sweatshirts. <laughs> Um, I have a lot of sweatshirts that I just say, never wear. I think I have 29 of those 30 uh, still with me today. So, oh, boy. <laughs> nice. I, that just as total tangent. Uh, that's where I got beep, beep. In my junior year of college. I started wearing shorts under everything as well. I, I forgot where I'd gotten that from. It's from Nick. And it would be fine, except for the, the jeans I wore were like a little bit tight. So it looked like I just had this like giant midsection with the shorts that like bunched because you like got to bunch them in the front brent yeah i had to pull them down better or something <laughs> no, you got to so pull them to the front in like, the middle i realize now that i did not look good junior year and i still don't look good in terms of fashion sense but like jeans and shorts i, I can't do anymore but i don't I, think I i've ever think tried to wear before. anything besides underwear underneath jeans yeah i did it for a while I also it's comfy didn't wear underwear for a while but that's more than you need to know <laughs> all right so with that now that we finally ended on a good note here. you wanted to talk about earwax i'm yeah, just talking true. about underwear <laughs> i've heard it i just i just quit no it's not okay so that was episode 34 of if i may i hope you guys all enjoyed that uh just reminded that episodes are popping up every thursday uh it's pretty impressive how that works uh please Again, as we mentioned, support us. That merchandise, if you want to be on something viral before it's viral, now's the, the time, dudes. Get the mugs, <laughs> hop on board. If we ever go, if we somehow magically go viral, we're going to change our whole shop. So now's, now's your opportunity. This is, you could be a legacy person, yeah. Um, again, remembering to subscribe, share, rate, review, even just listening and giving us feedback works. Uh, you want to contact us to give us that feedback? Uh, Twitter is a really good way to send us one of those fancy DMs. Uh, or email us at zarbus at gmail.com. 
We hope you guys have a great Thursday and we'll see you all next week.